Well, welcome to the I Want to Be a Christian Butt podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Tabbitt. I'm the youth pastor at Lakeside Church in Guelph, Ontario, and I'm joined today uh, by my co-host, Anakin Guthrie. Hello, everybody. Anakin is a faithful youth leader and a good friend of mine, and we are so excited to bring another episode of this. This has been something we've been at for six months. I was going to say, yeah, five or six. Five or six months, and it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. COVID brings its challenges, uh, of kind of work, we work. We work for me, finishing high school for Anakin, and working a, a part-time job has caused some disruptions in our uh, recording schedule, so we're putting out as many as we can get out uh, and enjoying doing it while we can, uh, and so hello to those who listen who haven't heard us for a long time. We're, we're glad to be back. Absolutely, yeah, and... Um... Although there might not be many of you right now, uh, we we have faith that this is going to be a big thing, and uh, this is really important to us. You know, mm. we, we put the time in uh, as often as we can. Mike's right that uh, you know there has been some disruptions lately, but we really do do cherish what we're doing here, and uh, we really we really do think it's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I guess uh, to start us off, Anakin, what is one thing? What is one interesting thing you've learned? Uh, since the last time we recorded together like a fun fact like a fun fact like just a fun fact or a, or a cool story something light to, to bring us in hmm. um to be honest i can't i don't know i can't think of one off the top of my head of like a a cool fact i mean my life has been the same pretty much every day Mm-hmm. Since we've been recording it. Um, I you, did you work. Ex- I actually, no, here, here's one. Here's one. So I work okay. at Tim Hortons for those who don't know. Yep. Okay. And I've worked there for over two years now at the same, same place. And for the first time ever, I learned what one of the buttons does on the till. The next tender button is when you have exact change. And I had no idea. It saved me like tons of time now because i don't have to punch it in manually so that's something interesting that i definitely so, so next te- you're listening use that next, next tender button so next tender means if i give you 325 and my cost is 325 you yep. just hit next tender it opens up ka-ching, yep. you put the money in and then it and then it automatically brings in the next order i don't have to push any buttons or anything okay very that's interesting quite interesting uh, it saved that, me a lot of time i'm I'm very interested. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, yeah. You. How about you? Anything? Um, I, I've read a few books, uh, some really interesting stuff in there. Uh, one I just uh, finished today, had, uh, and this is, might, might be a, a theme of another whole podcast episode, is on kind of wise use of technology and, yep. and all that stuff. And one of the, the things he suggests that I was like, you know what, there's some some truth in that is uh, this author, Andy Crouch, suggests uh, that uh, our phones should go to bed before we do, yep. uh, and they should not be used until we've done a, a productive task uh, in the morning, like make a coffee, have breakfast, have a shower, yeah. um, make a bed. Like, and it was like, yeah, you're right. My phone should go to bed before I do, even though uh, through COVID, I've gotten into this 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 horrible habit 
um, of scrolling as, TikTok. As we all have. Yep. As, uh, I joke with my fiance sometimes. It's like I was kind of uh, lulled to sleep as a child with lullabies and, and stories. And now I'm lulled to sleep by uh, a lot of, I actually have a lot of stand up comics on my TikTok. Yes. So I have, uh, I have lots of stand up comedy and people that really, some think they're funny and some really are funny. Uh, there's a big difference between the two of them, yep. uh, but I'm often lulled to to sleep by comics. Okay, um, yeah, for any for any of you listeners out there, if you are not on like stand up comedy talk or like comedian TikTok, you are missing out. Because no, Mike's right. Like some of them are like extremely funny and like wow, that is a hilarious anecdote. Or like mm-hmm. I can't even. I would never have thought of that like in that way. And like I. Don't laugh out loud a lot, but when I'm listening mm-hmm. to some of these guys, I do. But then there's the mm-hmm. others that it's like, okay, that was sort of funny. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah. In, on that note, uh, I'll just give a, a recommendation. This isn't on TikTok. This is found on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm wishing I remember the title of it. Um, but it is by a guy named, uh, it's a stand-up special uh, by a guy named Nate Bargatze. Nate Bargatze. Uh, Nate Bargatze. Uh, I'm gonna just Google it right now. Google right now, yeah. Uh, he has one special that's older called The Tennessee Kid, and he's hilarious. Okay. Um, and then uh, this one is called The Greatest Average American. Uh, and and Nate is very uh, very dry, clean humor, uh, and had me in stitches uh, for for oh. a good couple days. Um, so it, that is That's a good, good recommendation. Yeah, for sure. Part of how I'm getting through, uh, the, this third wave lockdown. Um, yeah, it is, um, not a lot we can do other than kind of read books, mm-hmm. watch TV, um, play music. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of the things that are often found in homes. And, uh, I take all the chance I can get when I have my fiance over to play some games. Uh, there are so few games you can play by yourself uh, and solitaire only lasts for so long yeah Uh, but um i am yeah just glad to be back doing a podcast uh and we're gonna try to jump into today's uh topic uh anakin do you want to to introduce it 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 seems ironic a little bit that mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about patience, mm-hmm. <laughs> given that today, uh, well, the date that we're recording this is the same day that we're hearing about the third lockdown and it getting worse. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I it's really tough. It has been tough to mm-hmm. be patient with all mm-hmm. of this. Um, and I think there's something that's kind of interesting too is uh, there's the difference between having patience when you know what is coming mm-hmm. kind of like if you're waiting for something specific right it's and you know the rules that are kind of that would allow you you have to wait a certain amount or so on and then you get this thing you know that kind of patience is like you know that many people can do that and they can handle that in large quantities but with this pandemic and the lockdown It's a lot of unknowns and no one knows the game. No one knows how to really Mm -hmm. like what steps we have to go through kind of because it's just becoming, you know, all the unknowns. And so it's really hard to be patient for things that you kind of don't like, you can't see the end goal. 
right? And I think that says a lot about our faith too, right? I mm-hmm. mean, we believe in a God that we can't see, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, having patience in, in something that you can't see, you can't see the end goal is, is really tough. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today is just, you know, I want to be a Christian, but how long do I have to wait? Or, mm-hmm. you know, I want to be a Christian, but like, mm-hmm. what is the end? When is the end goal kind of thing? Yeah. And I think there's a lot to talk about in that sort of category mm-hmm. as well, such as like, you know, when is Jesus going to come back? That's a big question for those <laughs> followers. I know that's, I know that's a, a, yeah. a very big question, yeah. but like, when, yeah. when do I, when am I a good enough Christian kind of thing? Like those kind of mm-hmm. questions are up yeah. there for those new, new believers. And I yeah. think it's just something we can address today. So, yeah. Yeah. And I love the, this phrasing. I'm, I'm intrigued mm-hmm. um, by the phrase, uh, when can I be good enough? Uh, because if we, if we, if we jump into to the Jesus story, um, Jesus is, is so good at telling us kind of, um, that that's actually not the right frame of mind even hundred mm-hmm. uh, percent. And yet the culture and the society that we've all kind of grown up in and like that, that has like that worldview is always like, you always have to like fit in or you have to be good enough for something kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it kind of skews the mind of someone who's coming into Christianity a little bit for the first mm-hmm. time. Um, you know, they kind of think like, Oh, there's definitely, I have to pray a certain amount of times and then I'll be good enough. Or I have to do a certain amount of good things and then I'll be good enough kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I think what we really need to realize is you're good enough where you're at now. You were good enough where you were at two years ago. Yeah. You're good enough where you're at four years from now. Yeah. You were good enough as soon as you came out of your mother's womb. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's true. Like, and I think that's something that is really important that we clear up and, and that yeah. although we believe in a God, we can't see and we yeah. have to be patient in something that we don't know the end goal of, you know, yeah. we're well, good we, enough no we, matter what. We do know the end goal. Well, yeah, which is. The, the, the end goal is, is the coming of the kingdom of God. 100%. Um, yes. uh, and, and the return of Christ. And that's, that's the end goal that we don't know the end time. The end time. That's uh, what I mean. Yeah. It's, not to be confused with the end times. We're not yeah. going to dive into that today. That's, that's too much. Um, uh, but it's like, we, we know what the goal is. Uh, the goal is, is to follow Jesus, to pick up our cross and to follow him. That's a whole bunch of Christianese, but it's basically uh, Jesus is like, follow me and I'll teach you how to do it. Uh, what he told the disciples, he was like, go and make disciples of all nations, Matthew 28. Uh, uh, teaching them all that I have commanded you in baptizing them. Uh, that's a, that's the, the Michael paraphrase. Uh, but so the, the goal of the Christian life, the goal of discipleship uh, is to teach ev- everything that we've been taught by Christ. Yep. Uh, so we, we got to know the Jesus story really, really well. Yes. Um, uh, and, and all that that entails. Uh, and then, and to teach other people and then we have to baptize them. Uh, that's, that's huge things. And then we see other examples and, the church in acts and what the church in acts did. And that's um, all about being a Christian community. Uh, but to, to come back to our first point, uh, I love 
Jesus and how he he deals with people. First, he calls a, a bunch of fishermen. He calls James and Andrew, uh, or P, uh, Simon and Andrew. Simon, Simon Andrew, becomes yeah. Peter, uh, and James and John, and they're all fishermen. And fishermen are are kind of they're dropouts. They're the kid that sits in the back of class. They get F's. They're uh, they fish. not go. Yeah, they're really not going anywhere in Jewish culture. They fishermen was was a step up from from pig farmers and and from uh, from lepers and uh, fishermen really didn't have much going for them because it was all based on how much you could catch on what you could get uh, but so fishermen is one thing but Jesus actually calls the tax collector uh, and in tax collectors or the scum of the earth uh, oh, tax collectors were the the worst people ever because you were collecting taxes for Rome who was the enemy of, of the Jews, enemy of Israel, uh, that was living on the, the land that they know God had promised to them, uh, skimming some up the top. So it was like the Romans were taxing $15. They were charging $25 and taking $10 right off the top. Yep. And so they were, they were the lowest of the low, scum of the earth. Um, we would have never, ever, ever wanted to associate with a tax collector. 100%. And here's Jesus. Uh, Jesus is... Uh, kind of in the, the region of the Sea of Galilee. And it says in Matthew 2.13, once again, Jesus went out beside the lake. A large crowd came to him and, be, and he began to teach them. Mm-hmm. As, he was walk, as he walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax collector's booth. Yep. Follow me, Jesus told him. And Levi got up and followed him. Yeah. That should be mind blowing. If, uh, if not for us, uh, it's not for us because we don't understand how hated these tax collectors were. It was like, it would be like calling a uh, murderer, like calling a, a loan shark that cut fingers off when you didn't pay your debts. Yeah. Uh, it, it was like the lowest of the low you could get. And Jesus is just walking by. There's nothing that 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 Levi or, or Matthew has done to deserve this. Hundred percent. Looks at him and says, "Come follow me," and that that call into discipleship is the same call we still have today. Um, Jesus still calls each one of us, "Come follow me," uh, and he does that through through people that love discipling people, and that's uh, at Lakeside what we're all about: helping people discover and fully follow Jesus. That's the path of discipleship. Um, and so, uh, I guess first thing is, um, you're called, uh, that is the first thing. Maybe you don't need to be super patient to be called because you're called as soon as you put your faith in Jesus. Yeah. Um, uh, Jesus says, come, yeah, yeah, come, come and learn. Uh, he spent three years with the disciples and he sent them out on some missionary journeys throughout there. And then. Uh, at the end of his his three-year ministry after about 33 years of life he was crucified died buried resurrected and ascended to uh, to heaven again and he was like now you guys go it's like here's your three-year crash course and now you go do it it's like okay um i think the real thing we need to have patience for because discipleship starts kind of day one yep the real thing we need to to have patience for is having and like having the patience throughout the discipleship is super important but yeah you're right the only thing you yeah. need to have patience for is. Yeah. But the, the thing we need to have patience for is the, the long journey of discipleship. Yep. Because it is, 
It happens in our everyday life. Yep. Discipleship happens in our everyday life. We're always, uh, we're always it, presented with opportunities to share the gospel. Like yeah. we might not be able to, we not we might not have the discernment to be able to tell. Mm-hmm. You know, is this a moment from God? Is this mm-hmm. no? Is this person just wanting to pay for his coffee, or is this person really, really right? It's it's one of those things. Like for me at work, or whatever, right? Like yeah. I see hundreds and hundreds of people every day. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, COVID safe. I wear a face shield and everything. But like, yeah. what I'm trying to say is like. Some it having that discernment is something you have to be patient for as well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those things where Our everyday uh, life. it's everyday life. Uh, and to to steal a quote from uh, the book title of, of one of my favorite books, it's a long obedience in the same direction. Yep. Um, and it is hills and valleys, and you're marching towards. Uh, your final home, which is uh, the kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God, uh, come to, to a rejuvenated earth and a rejuvenated heaven, uh, or not a rejuvenated heaven, heaven's already perfect, but a rejuvenated earth, restored earth, yes. an earth that's in right relationship with its creator. Um, and that, uh, we don't know when that's going to happen, but we know that it's promised. Uh, and, uh, so the, the real patience in the, the Christian life is one that comes with discipleship. Uh, but the good news about discipleship is we don't have to go it alone. Yes, um, 100%. We have, we have that community of people who are also engaged in discipleship right, yeah. for their entire lives. And we also have Jesus to help yeah. us along the way. Because it's really hard to be patient alone. Yes, yes. Uh, Every, everybody and, and their mother, if they've grown up in the Ontario school system in the last 15, 20 years, has probably seen some, either this exact experiment or a video of this experiment. Exactly. You've got a, a, a plate with a, a singular marshmallow on it. And you've yep. got these three, four, five-year-olds and you're like, here, don't touch the marshmallow. Don't eat the marshmallow and you'll get two marshmallows when we're done. If you haven't watched it, just, just look up. I think it's called the marshmallow experiment and it is yes, hilarious. It is. It's got hilarious results, uh, but it's funny. When I see kids that are by themselves in this video, in this experiment, they seem to fail more often. Uh, yep. It's like, oh, the marshmallow's there and it's tempting and it's tempting and I need it and I'm not going to be patient. Uh, but I saw one. I wish I, I could remember the link, uh, but it's, it's I think a, it's these two it's twin Stanford, girls. A Stanford study. I think so. And I, I think, think it's these two on, twin. It about 30 years ago. Yeah. And that, yeah. It's these two twin, twin girls. They're, they look like they're four years old and they've got kind of blonde hair and little, little ponytails, I think. Uh, and it's so funny because one girl is starting to crouch in and her sister's like, you can't do that. It's like, that's kind of the, what, what discipleship's all about. It's um, when Jesus sent people out into the, the mission field, the disciples out on mission uh, sent out the 72, uh, sent out the, I'm going to get this wrong, so I'm not even going to say it. Uh, but he sent them out in twos. Yeah. Because uh, it's easy to be patient and to, to work in the ministry of God together, not alone. Yeah. Um, and uh, mm. I think it is um, so foundational. It yeah. It, it, like, it, it's one of those things, like, everyone, everyone can relate to having um, someone in their life that guides them. 
Mm -hmm. right they get them through the tough times and they honestly help them be patient on some things like mm -hmm. i remember one time just a, a smaller example obviously mm -hmm. i really 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 wanted to buy a synthesizer which is mm -hmm. like a piano or whatever and um like i remember i was about to spend a lot of my money that i had saved up for it mm -hmm. and my mom had said are you sure like you want to get this like, is this really what you want? Is this going to help your end goal of, which for me is getting to university, paying for university, right? And so uh, I kind of held back. And honestly, mm -hmm. best decision I've ever made because even mm -hmm. though I don't have that said synth synthesizer, it has allowed me to sort of, you know, be patient. And when the right time is, I will buy the synthesizer. But I'm mm -hmm. focusing on the end goal, you know? And that happens a lot in, in church and in youth. Right. I mean, especially with youth in the young ages of the kids that we're, we're mentoring and stuff like that. It's, it's super important that they have a community of people to follow Christ with, mm -hmm. right? Not just a place that they go to talk about Christ, a community mm -hmm. of friends and a group of friends that they can continually talk about it mm -hmm. outside of youth and after youth. I mean, yeah. we talked about this before with me, with my grade 12 friend group you know, we still talk about yeah. Christ and we talk about Jesus and all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I have Bible study that I go to. I'm not in youth anymore, but because of that community I, I found in youth, I'm now more stable in my own faith mm -hmm. outside of youth, you know? Yeah, I, I, I'm following you there, Anakin. I'm really, and it's, it's such a picture of, I think positive Christian community is- 100%. We're, we're all doing it it does yeah we're all there's doing it together of, yeah there's a lot of things that tempt especially going mm -hmm. through like my age like there's so many temptations mm -hmm. at my age and mm -hmm. and just even a bit younger too like having that group of people like that are all christians mm -hmm. and, and that community makes your life easier and makes patience easier too mm -hmm. it does Wonderful. it really does yeah well, I, uh, I hope that this talk on patience has kind of given you some things to think about, mm -hmm. you know, for you guys listening. I mean, it's one of those things where you might not see the results now. You might not understand mm. kind of what God is doing right now, but be patient. No pun intended, mm. but be patient, right? Um, you know, God is working in your life. You have a calling in your life. Thanks to mm. God. And... You just have to be patient for it, you know? Mm -hmm. So Mike, any, any last thoughts for today? Yeah, I would say, um, if you're out there, if you're listening to this and this is something that sounds inviting to you, intriguing to you, this mm -hmm. is this life of discipleship and patience in a community that's all waiting for the same thing. That's all uh, excited for the same thing because the work has already been done. We're waiting for its completion yeah. uh, where we get to, to kind of be ambassadors for the kingdom of God in the world, but the work's already been done in and through Christ. And so if this is interesting to you, um, the Bible's very, very clear. Uh, Jesus, uh, I believe is, is very clear in saying, repent, uh, and believe 
uh, repent, which is kind of do a 180, take your, your, your kind of impatient or your selfish thoughts uh, and the things that you want done, uh, turn them 180 degrees to be patient or, or to be uh, selfless. Um, believe in Jesus Christ uh, and, and, and come follow him. Uh, and to follow Jesus, you don't have to be perfect. We, we saw in the, the disciples, uh, the disciples were very imperfect people very imperfect people uh, but Jesus still thought they were worth it and I still believe uh, that 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 spirit and that power is still alive in the church that uh, yeah. imp imperfect people are called and equipped by God uh, to be ambassadors for his kingdom in this world so yeah. if that sounds at all interesting to you uh, I would love it if you would reach out to us we would be so happy uh, I would be so happy uh, to Engaging. have a zoom call to, to chat through it and to to engage with you on this um, mm -hmm. as always if you've got questions or comments about anything that we've said reach out we'd love to chat uh, but this is uh anakin and i signing off for this episode and we look forward to the next time we get to hang out with you guys uh, right. stay safe stay yes. healthy please stay safe please and be safe god bless you all bye